0: Hey, everybody. Uh, This is Andy Caruso with Nacho Nacho. And today I have Vlad here with Folderly. And today we're going to talk about how cold email marketing is broken and what to do about your email marketing strategy. Uh, So without further ado, I'd love to introduce Vlad and have him do a quick elevator pitch for his company Folderly.
1: Yeah, pleasure. Pleasure being here with you, Andy. So in a nutshell, so imagine the process uh, where the mailman knocks on your doorstep and uh, you pass your email right to his hands. And uh, after, he delivers it right away to your client's hands. Basically, we are those hands of this uh, mailman. And we assuring that your email will be never missed or mixed with any other emails out there. So that's pretty simple.
0: Very neat. So uh, from my understanding, you guys use some sort of artificial intelligence as well to help increase the deliverability of these emails, correct?
1: That's, uh, that's right. That's right. If uh, we talk like uh, technical language, so it's AI solution platform for increasing email deliverability by working with domains, mailboxes, email templates, and deletes at the end to assuring you will get ROI from the email marketing campaigns.
0: Great. So does it kind of check with these different, uh, with the domain servers, mail servers to make sure that you're, uh, that your domain's uh, actually actually not getting blacklisted and things like that?
1: Yeah, that's that's one of the solutions within the PolyJuly. Really. And again, since it's a solution platform, we have a bunch of solutions working with each and every entity out there, like with the domains, working with integration, with Cloudflare, GoDaddy, working with all those SPF, the marked game, BB records, making sure that everything's set right and you're getting the insights from all of those records. And solutions like for monitoring your mailbox, fixing the email content based on our email email content knowledge uh, there, and fixing all those problems within one click uh, inside of Julie. now really.
0: uh, people like easy these days. <laughs> Hence the uh, the rise of AI, which has been quite the buzzword lately. Uh, how do you see artificial intelligence being used for marketing strategies going forward? Uh, aside from just the cold email marketing that you guys are doing.
1: Yeah, so uh, since all of those AI booming, like a lot of people adopting all of those technologies, but uh, yeah, you can, the, the most generic way, and this is the, what I told to my team to use the AI to generate any like any sort of text content, like draft me, write me, like anything. But it can be used even more, like understanding the data that it works with. For instance, since uh, the let's say, ChatGPT, GPT-4, 5 will be uh, the day in December, I guess, like, can visit the websites, and he he can, like, analyze your data, your data assets, and help you with getting all those insights from all those data assets. So, for instance, Mm -hmm. we already sent uh, within uh, my companies more than 50 million of emails, like, I guess it's last year, and for the last seven years, it's more than billion of emails from all of our clients, from all of our projects, and we can like utilize utilize uh, the narrow language model AI machine learning processes in order to get the insights from all of those emails. Like, what kind of word works be- like the best for this geography, or what kind of CTA can I choose for this? Like state industry or whatever, and this is the good use case for the AI. Not just draft me email sequence, and you just copy paste it and hit the press, like like hit the send button. Yeah,
0: very easy. Um, so as far as cold email marketing, a lot of people still want to do it, but they've seen you know dropping response rates. Um, even the open rates are going down quite significantly. So now, what what would you recommend for other uh, startup uh, startup founders out there? Or maybe marketers that are looking to uh, uh, improve upon their cold email marketing strategy.
1: Yeah, the first thing is to not to treat email marketing as a like, casual process, like just like upload the leads, write down the some "I hope you are doing well" email, uh, hit the send button, get, and try to get the reply. So this is not how it works in nowadays, and this mm-hmm. really, really tough and technical. Technical process where you need to understand what domain zone you are at with your domain. Is it .com or is it .ai or whatever uh, other like first level domain zone? Uh, you need to understand what leads the uh, and work with your list hygiene. Like avoid all those bounces. Work with the data that uh, freshly created, that freshly added, and you hundred percent sure that those emails are exists. In terms of the emails, email content, you should avoid the, any attachments, avoid the spam boards, avoid, like, keep it straight, simple, one, two sentences. You want to talk with someone for some reason, and uh, you will have more success when you are, like, write down all those long reads with uh, PDFs, the one-pagers, which just doesn't work, and uh, no one needs to, needs to like, read it or see it in, over the inbox.
0: Yeah. yeah, A lot yeah. of people, they love talking about themselves in their email, right? <laughs> but uh, so you recommend actually a uh, very short emails just to kind of elicit a response. And then once you get a conversation going with the lead, you can take that offline into an actual meeting.
1: Yeah, that's true. And uh, for the fact, you can send more and more heavy materials like the PDFs, uh, and I strongly suggest to utilize the Google Drive, putting your PDF there, sending the Google Drive link. If you're using Gmail, it will be just a link and no attachments, but since this is the one ecosystem, it will be, looks like, from the recipient standpoint, as an attachment, so it's one of the tricks that uh, people are using for... Like second, third email in the sequence.
0: Yep. And uh, a lot a lot of it comes up. Uh, people ask how many emails is too, too many to send uh, to a cold prospect that hasn't responded yet.
1: So the goal standard is four or five email sequence with re-engagement campaign within two, like one, two months after the initial campaign. Mm-hmm. But again, it's uh, only if we're speaking of like cold email marketing campaign. There is always nurturing the like newsletters, which is uh, like everyone bore, bombard everyone like with uh, hundreds of them. But if we're talking with like wasn't the cold outreach, it's uh, four or five. with the cold outreach, like for two months.
0: Oh, good point. And uh, what about volume? Uh, so I know a lot of a lot of uh, domains can get flagged pretty quickly if you're. If you're sending too many emails per day, the uh, mail servers are going to pick that up and start to flag you as spam. Uh, what are What are your oh, yeah. recommendations there?
1: That's That's true, and I'm strongly suggest if you are wanted to utilize the like, like email acquisition channel for yourself or with cold email outreach and getting the, those cheap leads for you, you need to split your volumes like across like ten mailboxes. And when I'm speaking of like with the volumes, I mean that you need to send around 200-300 email tops for each mailbox with uh, approximately 100-200 second delay between emails. And it's rather to create more mailboxes than increase the volumes or decrease volumes. So you better to have 50-100 mailboxes that send 200 emails per mailbox. But not the only one mailbox. that's sending one million emails, blasting without uh, without any delay, because yeah. you end up in black like blacklist. It's the best case scenario.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I'll never use your uh, primary domain too. <laughs> that
1: that's that's uh, that's true from for some cases, and uh, I'm seeing that uh, more and more of our clients using the main domain because it's more it having more credibility, but. Mm-hmm they should consist all those rules before doing this. Otherwise they will destroy the domain.
0: Yeah. It's very risky, but, uh, yeah, if it's coming from your actual domain, it, it could tend to perform better, but there's a lot of rules that you have to follow first. Um, we get a question actually from the audience. Uh, how do you feel about AI for first line generators for cool email? Uh, is AI effective enough to be able to write these, e- uh, these, uh, subject lines and, uh, the initial line in the email and actually resonate with their audience or does it turn people off
1: that's that's a good question so um uh, people don't understand rather that ai or intelligent email template writer seeing your like hunger in and like copywriting and was <laughs> the chat gpt force uh, uh, version and if you like give them the right prompt, like, I want to act you as email marketer with experience, depending on this, and this, and this, and this input. It really generates good emails. Like, really, like, you can even, though, generate, well, entire email marketing campaign with it. So we using it to rewrite rewrite our emails and get more variations of the emails. So we have our own template, uh, email content uh, writing department. And uh, they're utilizing this solution for auto, like, into automation of their work or helping them with the ideas, which is uh, one of the best use cases for uh, GPT and any other LPs there. there.
0: Yep. And you mentioned variation, which, which is important for uh, cold outbound campaigns too, right? Not just from A-B testing, but you know, avoiding those spam filters by not having you know a million of the same messages going out over and over again. Is that right?
1: Yeah, uh, the best use case, and from our experience, it's better to change your email copy like once per month, I guess. Mm-hmm. And before you go with, uh, like, with, uh, with a working email campaign, it's better to create A-B testing, like having few sets of sequences, Understands which performance better, which perform better, and then you have it like set for the months. But after the months, it's better to change it because there is the thing that uh, content can be uh, like marked as a spam by those systems on the back end.
0: Yep, makes sense. Um, so, where do you see email marketing evolving, especially cold email marketing evolving over the next year? Um, obviously, AI is going to play a big part in that and some of the work that you guys are doing. Um, But do you see anything else kind of coming up over the next year or two?
1: Just within the email marketing space, right?
0: Yeah, just within the email marketing space. Perhaps new tools or strategies that you think might be effective.
1: Yeah, so to be honest, um, I don't know who will read all of those AI-generated templates, emails. uh, Like, I guess another AI who will read and summarize all those emails that came to your mailbox at some point but uh, but uh, from like future uh, future look on the email marketing still we have we have emails i guess for 40 years or so i guess uh, w- all those emails protocols that created was the first focus group that created internet was those scpMA protocols still works no matter what kind of technologies out there, like blockchain, AI, uh, robotics was the Boston Dynamics. We're still sending emails, even though people are still going to the road shows getting all of those kind of uh, uh, stages for themselves, sending emails, even though I, I really know that some of our like good partners still doing cold calls, and they still <laughs> works if you're doing this the right way. So I guess, I guess the future of, of all of those acquisition channels, it's simple. All all businesses needs to have a clients, and this is the how economy works. And uh, I think that uh, in some way it still be out there because otherwise how, how people will communicate. Also, there is messengers, but still, uh, it's a matter of time where, when, when AI will be there as well. But still, I think it will be for a while, even though if there is uh, like any other, any other tech will emerge. So we'll see.
0: Great point. Uh, another question from the audience, actually. Uh, so she's more interested in knowing about uh, some of the first things you'd recommend for learning and mastering email marketing. So if you're just starting your strategy out, you laid out a lot of great ideas that a lot of check boxes that everybody should hit, frankly, but what would be the first one to two things uh, that somebody should do when putting together an email marketing strategy?
1: So I guess the first step would be the data that you work uh, with in your email marketing campaign, for instance. You can always write like simple email with a simple straightforward subject line with the good email body. But if you're having more data, so you're adding the variables, you're adding the case studies, links, etc. cetera. Uh, what I'm strongly suggest is to bound all those variables with some sort of strategy. So for instance, one of the most uh, best performing campaign of campaigns that we are facing from our experience, it's a referral campaign, which is uh, pretty simple. So you refer to colleague's name, so basically you refer mm-hmm. to the person that works with the person that you was like sending email your email to so yeah. it's you or John, for instance, and the, the person said it's me I'm responsible for email marketing, and mm-hmm. uh, it's the hook that people are using to talk schedule meetings etc and this is the one uh, good good like example how to utilize the data that you can gather just from the LinkedIn or uh, like just doing this by by doing simple research. Or I really suggest to try to find out creative way to, to get to your clients. So imagine that all of those people that you're sending email to, getting 50 emails per day so even though i'm getting like 200 of those emails on my primarily like work email and uh, i'm like like just just shortlisting them on the subject line and the first like few words so is it high hope you're doing well or is it something interesting that uh, pulls my attention up? and uh, yeah that's that's pretty simple imagine that you are finding not for the responses but for the visibility within the inbox, because the email marketing so slammed, there's almost 400 billion of emails sent like sent on a daily basis. And imagine 60% of those emails end up in spam. That's a fantastic number.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. So a little bit more personalization—if you know they see their name in the email, their company, and they—you know—it looks more like you actually know who you're pitching. Uh, so they could determine that this guy actually, this might actually be useful for me. It's not just some uh, spraying prey tactic. Uh, plus, yes, the subject line just being to the point, uh, focus on the value proposition. So uh, you get people's attention so they could actually look at and absorb the information that you that you sent them at a later time when they have the right. idea and look for it. That's a great tip. Um, oh, yeah, she said great advice. Uh, so there we go. Uh, so failure comes with any profession. Uh, can you tell us the time that you failed and what did you learn from it? I see that you have a, you know, a so, great history as an entrepreneur. So, uh,
1: yeah. So, um, so everyone fucks up. So, um, it's it's really simple. So uh, when I starting to doing all of those stuff with email marketing, I'm basically messed up with variables, sending email high first name to ten thousand people, and uh, speaking with uh, those responses like they answering me high first name, like uh, the I'm in the company responsible for this and this all variables, not the actual company or actual names. Just mm-hmm. just uh, be be like pay attention to what are you are doing and uh, not try to not to like do it in some sort of hurry on, like try to like check everything, pay like really a lot of attention to what are you like sending to, what kind of data you have, like you just need to be sure that everything is like set and like work out for you and you wouldn't work with any consequences of like just sending uh, the bad emails. That's that's that's. I guess uh, each and every email marketer messed up with all of those. So <laughs> that's the one of the fails. But it's it's like kid fail. I can mm-hmm. say that uh, like the the bigger bigger fail. It's about working with and it's it's not the fail. It's just an unpredictable thing that happened. So the reason mm-hmm. why we created Folgerly it's because our primary company, Balkans, which is B2B sales agency, and our bread and butter is email marketing there. Uh, like, I guess, two three years ago, uh, we had 1,000 mailboxes that we work with on a daily basis. And all those mailboxes went to spam. Like, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> like, I, I, I really got, like, 80 90% of open rates, really those huge replay rates, like... 30 40 percent and just on the typical Monday I'm seeing that it's 10% open rate no one like responding to you and this is total hell and I'm yeah. just really like uh, was so frustrated so I didn't know what I, what I can do and how to fix all of those and <laughs> this speak about like that I told before about the casuality of the process. So it's not that simple with email marketing, and you need to pay attention to all those technical setup, all of those tools that you are using, and pay attention to your reputation, your mailboxes. How do you uh, how to send your emails? What kind of limits I can use? Splitting those limits across the mailboxes. Use the right content. Use the right fresh leads. List hygiene, etc. So this complex problem, and we, uh, we uh, like. Personally, I figured out how to fix this, and we was back on track. And a lot of our clients started to ask how mm-hmm. to do so, and this is the reason why we created this folder really as a product, not service.
0: It's a great starting story. Yeah, it's uh, the details really matter, right? And you, you just have to check all those boxes and keep just improving upon your methods, um, because you know we all, you know, in any profession, we all start out failing a little bit, and we just get a little bit better over time, right? So. If you always have that mindset on constant improvement, you could actually get to where you're trying to go.
1: That's, that's uh, like 100% true. Sure.
0: So how long has uh, Forwardly been around for?
1: Like two years. Uh, it's already for like on the market two years. And we're doing pretty well. But there's the problem with Forwarderly. That's a really technical hard product because we rely on a lot of integrations and we work with newest technologies. And uh, there is a lot of tools within fall, really Julia, that we're building at the same time. So the team like scaling really fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: So well, what kind of challenges are you facing there as a company? I, I mean, I'm sure scale, uh, adding more people, continuing to build around the culture is, is kind of one of your main uh, key areas of concern now. Um, anything else?
1: The yeah, choose the right architecture for your product from the very beginning, and I'm trying to suggest to at least speak to some uh, one like if you don't have a CTO, or chief technology officer, or chief architect, just find someone who can advise you on the entire like architecture. Because you like everyone started with a monolith uh, architecture, which is like one tool, and it's hard to like uh, support it, maintain, maintain it. And we, uh, since Folger is only two years old, the one year we built a monolith, and the mm-hmm. another year we're migrating to microservices, splitting all those functions to functions to microservices in order to have better scalability. And it's just the thing that uh, if you are building hard product. You need to understand your like roadmap and the uh, entire process architecture before jumping in because it can like be really hard to hard to implement how to hard to develop and you will require a lot of people yeah, so that's uh, more than advice
0: yeah, it's hard to backtrack later and change everything <laughs> it's like the foundation of a house, yeah, that's, right? that's true so if you have a good foundation <laughs> you can build upon it you know if you don't like one one wall you could tear it down but if you have to start over from the beginning the whole thing is coming down.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh, true And uh, one more thing that uh, not challenging but uh, maybe uh, you will count this as advice. So we're bootstrapping or not raising any money with all of uh, my companies because we can do it by, by ourselves and since all those like economic downturn recession, the overseas money is really expensive, like you need to pay double equity or so. So try to bootstrap as long as possible because you end up with a better situation uh, no matter what kind of economic conditions out there.
0: Yeah, especially at the be- beginning too. Don't take money if you don't need it until you have a you know, strong product market fit and some good traction metrics to actually you know, validate the, uh, the valuation that you're trying to raise at. Because um, otherwise, even if you have a great idea and investors want to put in money, uh, they could take a big chunk of your company, and that adds up uh, every round as your company continues to grow.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally agree, right. agree on that.
0: So you mentioned a future roadmap. So uh, I guess, what other exciting features does Fold- Folder we have coming out next?
1: Yeah. So uh, since I've already mentioned that we are working with all those entities, we mm-hmm. will split work with like domains in uh, in in a completely new solution, and you will see how you can work not just for the email marketing standpoint with domain, but for all of our other like matters, like listing by right? listing, monitoring and seeing like outbound, inbound emails, all those relations. So this is the technical stuff. It's called like email gateway. We're building around the domains, and uh, the the long the long term goal was poll Julie is to not to be in an outreach tool or uh, send emails. we basically on the email acquisition side, not on the email like send side. We're not like outreach or MailChimp or all those tools. We're on the technical side and our goal is to make sure that your emails, your domains, your mailboxes will work. So we will continue to develop tools around the email marketing channel. And Folger will be a one-stop shop with uh, all those email marketing solutions for sales and marketing people to like fix, monitor, and get like, mm-hmm. all those problems done because it's not that obvious that can can like, have a like, first look because it's real technical. And if you are messed up with all of those, you will pay some sort of consequences that you need to migrate to another domain, or uh, you waste your leads. This is the minimal thing that you, you you will end up with. But the most most expensive that I already saw that people that have like three, four letters domain.com, which has cost like like at least 10 grand, end up in spam no matter what they do because they uh, send bulk of 10 million emails to their signups or newsletters. So this the really, really like... Small mistakes that that was the huge uh, pays off after.
0: That sounds like you guys got a great mission. Um, guess what kind of books have we read over the last year? Uh, I'm sure you when you when you could find time when you're not pointing through all the cold emails that you get. Uh, you know what do you what kind of books do you like to read to uh, uh, kind of work on your business skills? I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, from
1: the founder standpoint, I'm really really suggest books like Zero to One. It's uh, the common one for founders, and it helps you to understand, like, the kitchen behind the startup, building startup, and all those, like, running, running, hitting numbers, uh, and, like, basically hustling. And for people who wanted to understand better how to work with the email marketing campaigns, I star- strongly suggest you read The Predictable Revenue by Aaron Ross. So it's it's like the sales uh, BDR SDR Bible, and it's like it's the nature of the process that's on the market for a while. So you can get the best practices out there, but still it's a bit outdated, and you need to work on your creativity, utilize and adapt new tools, and be efficient with your time because there is all those tools that emerging. For your help, not just for for like um, like I not know for for bringing the, the 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 harm or any other thing. So I'm I'm on the technology agnostic. So looking for the great great technologists out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of new ones coming out time and again, <laughs> especially with AI. There's a lot of new applications this year. So we're in a definitely an exciting time for the technology industry. Um, I guess one thing that potential customers would like to, should know about and uh, for why they should choose your platform over say another uh, tool that might be out there.
1: Yeah, so uh, that's a simple question with simple answers. So should actually works and actually solve all those problems because we yeah. do not doing this layered connection to those entities like domains, mailboxes, ESPs, SMTP, IMAP, we're using the API, and at the end, we actually give you the result. So this is the, the most thing that uh, people are facing with email deliverability. So there is a lot of tools that like costs less and uh, give the visibility of what kind of happening with your mailbox, but uh, all of them never work. And again, a lot of people that utilizing different outreach solutions, and it's including like Outreach, SendGrid, SalesLoft, Marketer, MailChimp, Reply, and hundreds of them, clients of Folgerly, mm-hmm. because we know how to make all those tools work for you. Yeah. And uh, basically fixing all those problems and uh, give you the insights on a daily basis what's happening with your email campaigns.
0: And there's not a lot of solutions out there focusing on the technical deliverability aspect like you guys are. So, you know, there's, there's a dime a dozen uh, email sending tools out there, but You you guys really found a niche, which frankly is probably the most important, uh, given the state of cold email marketing these days, where a lot of people are seeing those drop-offs and the replies and whatnot. So uh, people should definitely consider your software. Um, I'm super excited to learn about it and go into deeper detail with you today. Uh, So I really appreciate you coming out today for Nacho Tuesday. And if anybody else is interested in GLAD's amazing technology, uh, feel free to check it out in the Nacho Nacho marketplace. Uh, We have it there for 15% off. I uh, definitely recommend it if you're looking for scaling your cold email marketing campaigns and doing it the right way.
1: Yeah, thank you, India. Likewise. Like, pleasure is mine.
0: Great. Thanks again, guys. And please check it out in the marketplace today. Vlad, once again, uh, thanks for the time today and uh, enjoy the rest of your week.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you, everyone.